the 45th president of the United States of America, Donald J. Trump. This is a big crowd of people. This is nice. Thank you, Selma. We love to be in Selma, and we've had some great experiences here, and we've had a great victory here. Tremendous. I'm thrilled to be back in the great state of North Carolina with thousands of proud, hardworking American patriots. Seven months from now, the people of North Carolina are going to vote to fire the radical left Democrats. You're going to send the very great man. He's a great man. I've known him a long time. He's a tremendous person. Ted Budd to the U.S. Senate. Thank you, Ted. You're going to elect an incredible slate of true America first Republicans. Up and down the ballot you will go, and together we are going to end crazy Nancy Pelosi's political career once and for all. She is crazy. The stakes this November could not be higher. Biden and the congressional Democrats triggered runaway inflation, the supply chain disaster. How about that? You go to a store, you don't have anything on the shelves. Whoever even heard of it? They declared war on American energy, and now the middle class is being crushed by the highest gas and food prices 
in the history of our country. Violent criminals are being set loose in Democrat-run cities to prey on innocent citizens. There's never been anything like the crime that we're witnessing in the Democrat-run cities. While radical left judges persecute Republicans and hold political prisoners without trial, our children are being indoctrinated, our values are being desecrated, our heritage is being obliterated, and our country is being humiliated by a president who has no idea what the hell is going on. He has no idea what he's doing and no idea what he's saying, actually. Just have to look at what's happening. The simple fact is the presidential election was rigged and stolen and because of that, because of that, our country is being systematically destroyed. We have a president who is challenged, but he's surrounded by vicious, evil, and very corrupt people who are doing whatever they want to in running our country to ruin. With your vote this November, we can stop our nation's decline. We can make America great again. And that's what we're going to do. Of all the many catastrophes Biden has unleashed, perhaps none is more horrendous than his ruthless abolition of America's borders. Remember the border? We had the strongest border in the history of our country a year and a half ago. By the way, time is flying. You know, we used to say four years, then three years. Now, the other day, I heard him say two and a half years. Two and a half years doesn't sound so bad. Four years sounded like a long time. The problem is, Mark, are we going to have a country left? Two and a half years is still long because the destruction they've done in this uh, short time is unthinkable. With last week's announcement that the Biden administration will rescind the crucial Title 42 protections that I put into place to quickly remove illegal aliens. That's to remove the illegal aliens and very, very quickly, and even the fake news knows that one was a good one. That's a lot of people back there. Welcome, welcome. Welcome, fake news, welcome. Biden is willfully opening the floodgates to a tidal wave of illegal immigration, the likes of which the world has never seen before. No country, no country has this ever happened to. He's deliberately inciting a mob of millions and millions of foreign nationals to illegally infiltrate America's borders, violate our laws, trample our sovereignty, and settle in our country. Frankly, it's an invasion. You can call it whatever you want, but this is an invasion, just like an army would invade another country. Our nations are emptying out their prisons and sending drug dealers, murderers, rapists, and savage MS-13 gang members to victimize American citizens. We will be paying a very big price for this calamity, mark my words, for a long period of time. What's coming into our country is going to leave a mark for many, many years and decades, probably. Unfortunately, it's uh, crazy. It's crazy. When you think of it, what the hell are we doing? It's crazy. And we had, again, we had the strongest border ever, not even a contest. 
The Washington Democrats believe our country should be one giant sanctuary for dangerous criminal aliens and the Republican Party. We believe our country should be a sanctuary for law-abiding Americans. We had the safest border, and now we have the worst border we've ever had. And I mean that no country, I don't care if it's a third world country, has ever had a worse border situation than us. They wouldn't allow people to come in like this. They even want to give illegal aliens cell phones. Everybody gets a cell phone. Come on in. You all get cell phones. Meanwhile, Biden and the radical Democrats are spending billions and billions of dollars trying to secure the borders of distant foreign nations, many nations that you've never even heard of before. I believe Americans deserve a president who will secure the borders of our nation, who will protect our citizens, who will defend our sovereignty, and who will stop the invasion of our country right now. What's happening is unthinkable. After we win this November, Republicans should immediately vote to remove Biden's Secretary of Homeland Security. who doesn't have a clue from office for his blatant acts of sabotage against the laws of the United States. And then we should continue to work hard until the borders are again sealed. And we want people to come into our country, but we want them to come into our country legally. You could take the five worst presidents in American history and put them together, and they would not have done the damage Joe Biden has done to our country in just 15 months. As everyone is saying, Russia's outrageous invasion of Ukraine would never have happened. And I mean, it would never have happened if I was in the White House and not even a chance would have never happened. Every time I look at those scenes on television and the scenes that you see in your papers, every time I look, I get sick to think about it because all of those people that are dying and all of those people that are dead have been killed, savagely killed, horribly killed. They would be alive today. They wouldn't even be thinking about it. That would have never happened. Under our administration, America was strong and America was respected because you had a president who always put America first. of incredible women, incredible patriots. I think they've come. How many rallies have you been to? How many? Tell me the number. They don't want to say because their husbands may be watching. What is it, like 78 or something? The nice part is they live here. This time they live there. So they live in North Carolina, but they've been traveling and they do a lot of them. And we'd love to have you. Thank you. So easily recognizable. They're all so Perfect. I mean, I've never seen anything so beautiful. Thank you very much for traveling. Thank you. The radical left Democrats put America last. That's what they do. They put America last. And all you have to do is look at what they're doing. 
And that's where they want to keep us. They want to keep us last. You would never think that, but after watching what they do and the craziness, I think it's probably true. The Biden administration has been one disgraceful surrender after another, starting with the catastrophic way in which we withdrew from Afghanistan. Was that the lowest point in our history? With dead and horribly wounded soldiers leaving American citizens as hostages, surrendering Bagram Air Base to China. China has it. We were going to keep it. It cost billions and billions of dollars to build many years ago, one hour away from where China makes their nuclear weapons, and we gave it away. And, of course, giving away, famously, $85 billion worth of the finest military equipment in the world. We gave it to the Taliban. 700,000 rifles, machine guns, guns of all 700,000. Listen to this one, though. 70,000 trucks, 70,000. Is there a car company in the country that has 70,000 cars, trucks? What do you think, Ted? I don't think so, right? I don't think so. 70,000. And many of them armor-plated, costing millions of dollars, millions of dollars. Now Biden is continuing his surrender parade, begging Iran to re-enter the disastrous nuclear deal that I terminated very proudly and very powerfully. Had the election not been rigged, we would have had a deal with Iran within one week from the election. And now Iran is becoming rich again because China is buying and they're all buying. And we've driven the price of oil up so high, the highest in the history of oil. And it's a disgrace. They're pleading also with the Venezuelan dictator to sell us oil. Think of that one. So they want oil from Venezuela now when we have it right under our feet. It's called liquid gold. We're sitting on liquid gold, and we're going to buy it from Venezuela and other countries, and we have it under our feet. Remember, energy independent, we had so much. We would have been double the size of Russia and Saudi Arabia put together within one year. It's a far cry from the Trump administration when we were totally energy independent and gasoline was costing less than $2 a gallon. Remember those days of a year and a half ago, $1.87 a gallon for a car. Now, you know what everyone's saying? Let's buy a smaller car, darling. We don't like this big car anymore. We don't want a truck. We want a tiny little car, as little as it can be. Long before Ukraine, Biden sent gas prices soaring with the fringe left-wing energy policies inspired by the socialist joke known as the Green New Deal. Windmills. Windmills. We want windmills all over the place. I don't see any windmills here. I don't see these towers that are holding up the lights. Those towers are tiny compared to the windmills. If you're near a windmill and you have a house, your house is, like, pretty much worthless. Kills all the birds, ruins your landscapes, and it's the most expensive form of energy there is. 
If Biden wanted to, he could lower gas prices tomorrow. All he has to do is come out and publicly admit that his anti-American energy policies were 100 percent wrong, and the pro-American energy policies of a certain president that you liked a lot, President Donald J. Trump, were 100 percent right. We're 100 percent right. 100 percent. They're going to be very famous. They're going to be very famous tonight. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you. That's beautiful. Great state. It's been a great state. It's a slogan you're hearing more and more across the country, and it is true. And it's not about me, it's about us, because we all like it. You know what it is? It's really common sense. Somebody said, are you conservative? Somebody actually said, are you liberal? No, I'm not liberal. <laughs> but it's not even a question of being conservative. You know what it is? It's common sense. It's like, we want a strong military. We want a good education. We want a beautiful home for as little as possible. We want so many things. We want a strong military. We love our law enforcement. We're not going to defund them. We're going to give them much more. We love our law enforcement. We want voter ID. When you walk in, people want to see what does he look like. The choice this November is very simple. If you want high crime, high prices, high taxes, high corruption, and high incompetence, vote for the radical Democrats. If you want a country that is strong, sovereign, solvent, safe, and secure, you really have to vote for America first Republicans. It's common sense. So we're joined this evening, and this is a beautiful evening. You know, we were in South Carolina a few weeks ago, and what a great place. But it was cold, right? It was cold. We had, I think, the coldest night ever on record. We had a hell of a crowd, too. We had a tremendous crowd, and we were we were in Texas. It was beautiful. 87,000 people. I broke Elvis Presley's record. I was gone. And I didn't have a guitar. He had a guitar. I didn't have a guitar. He had a guitar and a very good voice. We're joined this evening by some of the incredible patriots who are going to send the Democrat extremists out of Washington in disgrace. In particular, with us tonight is the man who is going to help end Chuck Schumer's brief and failed tenure as Senate Majority Leader and take back the U.S. Senate, your next senator from the great state of North Carolina, Ted Budd. Ted, thank you. Ted, come up here, Ted. What a great guy he is. I knew it. You know, he had a poll today. I won't tell you what it is. I'm not going to tell you what this poll was. But, you know, his district loved him. Some people didn't know him, but now they know him. But everybody loved him. I was getting calls from the best and strongest and toughest and smartest congressmen and women. And they're saying, Ted Budd, Ted Budd. 
Laura said, Ted Budd. I said, what about you, Laura? She said, well, you know, they've been attacking me for five years. Could I have a break? <laughs> and Eric, they're great people. And Don, and Ivanka, we have a wonderful family. And Tiffany's getting married, and Baron is so tall and handsome now. And, and a good student, too, a good student. But you know, they're all saying about Ted, and Ted Budd really, is, they said it, is an unrelenting champion for your North Carolina values and for America first. He wants America first. They want Ted, America last. Can be nothing else. Ted's been a ferocious opponent of deadly sanctuary cities right here in your state. You have sanctuary cities. You didn't even know that. He fought strongly against the Democrats' unscientific COVID lockdowns and school closures, which were absolutely hurting your children so badly. And he has shown he will stand up to the rhinos. You know, we do have some rhinos you do know about. In many ways, a bad rhino is worse than a Democrat because you don't know where they're coming from, but we sort of have a pretty good idea, right? But just as bravely, he stands up for the crowd that's here today. This is an incredible group of people, great patriots, and you love our country, and we love Ted for doing this. Takes a lot of courage to do it. Takes a lot of courage. But So I won't tell you about the poll. I won't tell you about the result. I will not say that he has a 17-point lead. Oops, I don't. That's a big lead. That's a big lead. I saw one where he's 10 points, one where he's 12 points, and uh, one where he's 17 points up over the bathroom governor. You know, the bathroom governor. Remember the bathroom governor? What a mess that was. But Ted is a fantastic man, and he'll defend your borders. He will be tough as hell on crime. He will protect our Constitution by voting only for judges who will interpret the laws as written and as a gun store owner, or maybe I'll see him, I want to buy a gun. <laughs> Ted will never let them take away, ever, 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 your under siege Second Amendment. Ted, please say a few words. Ted. Mr. President, I think that I can speak for all of us in North Carolina tonight when we say we are glad to have Donald J. Trump back in North Carolina. Mr. President, the last time that you were here, I said that we are ready to get back to working with you to make America great again. And Mr. President, we mean that now more than ever. Joe Biden's America is woke and broke, and we can't, back, we can't back down. The fight starts now. I'm the America First candidate. Mr. President, thank you. Let's go win this for our country. Yeah, we will. Thank you. Very proud of you. Very proud of that man.
It's not an easy thing to do, what he's doing, and he did it so well. And uh, we got to get out there and vote. Make sure you're voting. And uh, we're going to have somebody very special and another man who's very special. Because just today, and this man is respected from the first day I heard his name, everyone said, he's incredible, he's so great. He's a man, uh, yeah, that's right, Mark, that's right. He just gave Ted a very big endorsement. He's a conservative warrior, more importantly, he's a brilliant guy, and unlike any other people in this, practically in this country, I'll tell you what, he is going places. Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson. Come on up, Mark. Come on up. Come on up. They love this guy. Thank y'all so much. I was just up here a few minutes ago. Thank y'all so much again. It is a pleasure to be here with all of you all tonight. Look, I am a guy who just a few years ago, I was working in a factory. I was a factory worker uh, trying to get uh, work my way through school. And now today, I am standing on stage in Johnston County with the President of the United States of America. I said it out here before and I'm saying it again. I am living proof that the American dream is not dead. It's alive and well. It's not even on life support. And with President Trump's help in 2024, we're going to make that more clear than ever. We're going to make it more clear in 22 when we put Ted Budd in office. We're going to make America great again, and we're going to bring back what makes this country work, which is conservative principles. God bless you, Mr. President. Thank you for everything, and God bless all of y'all. Thank y'all. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Mark. That's great. The shoulders on that man. See the shoulders. He's a great man. The primary is on May 17th, but early voting begins on April 28th. So get out there and make sure that vote counts. And uh, we're going to make sure it counts from another standpoint, too. But we had no problem in North Carolina. They did a great job. Ted is by far the best candidate in this race, and we will crush the radical Democrat nominee in November. I need each and every one of you to remember that so important when you're a senator representing a state, it's so powerful, it's so important for the country, not only the state. Ted Budd, you got to get out and vote for him. And we have some other warriors with us tonight. Also with us, representatives, friends of mine, Dan Bishop. Dan, thank you very much. Great guy. Greg Murphy. Thank you, Greg. Great job. A man, I love him because he's never controversial. There's no controversy. But you know what? He loves this country. He loves this state. And I'll tell you, he is respected all over the place. He's got a big voice 
Madison Cawthorn. He's a great guy. Candidate for North Carolina's 13th Congressional District, Bo Hines. There's Bo. Bo, handsome guy. I don't know who's better looking, him or Madison. I don't know. And you know, Bo, you have my complete and total endorsement, okay? So you have that. A man who has done an incredible job. You know, you read all about these uh, scams and all of the fake votes and all of the everything, but we didn't have that problem in North Carolina because we have a chairman, Michael Watley, who has been just incredible. Michael, Michael, thank you. With a handsome son and the whole deal. He's got the whole package. So thank you very much, Michael. Great job. Really a great job. And good luck with the race. I think you're going to have tremendous success. Uh, David McIntosh is a very powerful man. He's the head of the Club for Growth and a very good friend of mine. And we are undefeated when we work together. Where is David? David McIntosh. David, where is David? What a guy. David, see, he wants to come up. Hey, David, come up and say a few words. You know, this guy used to be a congressman. Hurry up, David. I don't know. They said, who the hell is that? He's a winner. That's who it is. Mr. President, you are a great man that are once again going to lead this country back to freedom. I'm so proud to partner with you to elect Ted Budd, to reelect Madison, to reelect Bishop, to reelect Greg, and to reelect Bo Hines, or to elect Bo Hines for the first time. We're going to do it. But you know who's going to do it? It's all of these great Americans from North Carolina. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you, David, very much. Great guy. He's a fighter, that guy. I used to fight against him. It wasn't pleasant. We decided, let's get together. And a man that nobody's ever heard of because he's very shy on television, hates putting out television commercials. He's the greatest buyer of television ads in history. Mike Lindell. Mike. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Thank you, Sheriff. Thank you very much. From the border nightmare to the inflation nightmare, from the energy crisis to the violent crime crisis, and from the Afghanistan disaster to the Ukraine disaster, everything we're seeing is a consequence of this horrible, horrible election. It was rigged, it was stolen, it was a disgrace. But don't lose hope because with the right leadership, America will be back greater, stronger, and more powerful than ever before. The truth is, I ran twice. I won twice. I did much better the second time than I did the first. And now, we may have to do it again. Is there anybody here who would like to see me run again? 
Put that here, I'll remember. Time is moving along. Over our four incredible years, we accomplished more than any administration in the history of our country and in so many different ways. We passed the largest tax cuts and reforms in American history. We cut a record number of job-killing regulations. In addition to energy independence and cheap gasoline, we approved the Keystone XL pipeline, which they immediately ended. And we got built the Dakota Access Pipeline. These are big ones and opened Anwar for energy development. And by the way, we ended the Russian pipeline. You do know that, right? Unfortunately, this group came in and they immediately approved it. And then they say, Trump treated Russia so nicely. I don't think so. We appointed nearly 300 federal judges to defend our Constitution. That's a tremendous number like people have not even thought possible and has made a tremendous difference in the courts. We confirmed three incredible Supreme Court justices. We eliminated the founder and leader of ISIS, al-Baghdadi, and we terminated the world's top terrorist, Qasem Soleimani. We invested nearly two and a half trillion dollars in new fighter jets, aircraft carriers, tanks and missiles for our military. And we created the first new branch of the United States Armed Forces in over 75 years since the Air Force. It's called the Space Force. Very important. And to take care of our amazing veterans, we passed VA accountability. Oh. See that? That conductor is a Trump fan. I said, what the hell was that? That was a powerful, beautiful train. But Ted, I think he's a voter of yours. But he is a fan, there's no doubt about it. He's still hunking that sucker, I'll tell you. Isn't that a beautiful sound? To me, it's a beautiful sound. But we pass for the vets. VA accountability and VA choice. They've been trying to get that to pass for 55 years. Think of it. VA accountability, VA choice. We passed right to try. You know what right to try is. We created peace. Look at that. He's still hunking that hard. We love that guy. And look at that train. That's the longest train I've ever seen. It may never stop, but he's happy. He's going to go home and he's going to tell his wife, baby, we saw Trump and we saw Ted Bud. And I hunked the hell out of that train. 
We love, we love those guys, Ted. We created peace in the Middle East with historic and you know what the Abraham Accords are? We created peace. We would have had them all signed up very quickly. And we fought for fair and reciprocal trade for workers of North Carolina. You know, you're doing better than you've ever done. I withdrew from the terrible Trans-Pacific Partnership, which would have destroyed your automobile industry and many other industries. We ended the NAFTA disaster, the worst trade deal ever made, and replaced it with the brand new USMCA, Mexico and Canada, the best trade deal our country's ever made. In fact, it's so good that Mexico and Canada want to renegotiate the deal, and they're starting a renegotiation now. And I say to the Biden administration, don't do it, because that was a horrible deal NAFTA for many, many years. We had to live with it. Uh, we have a great deal now. Don't change it. We created half a million new manufacturing jobs in my first year. They said, they said this, it will never happen. Manufacturing is dead. Remember, they said, Barack Hussein Obama, he said, manufacturing is dead in our country. I said, how the hell is that possible? And we created tremendous manufacturing jobs. To be a strong nation, America must be a manufacturing nation. We cannot be reliant on China or any other foreign country. I proudly, and we really did, we all as a group, we proudly stood up to China's plunder and pillaging of American jobs and industries like no president in history. We charged China hundreds of billions of dollars when no other president charged them 10 cents. Not 10 cents in many, many decades. And they paid hundreds of billions of dollars. Do you think they like to be? I don't think so. And we use those billions of dollars to help our great patriot farmers and manufacturers, getting them the largest agricultural purchase orders ever in the history of our country from China. We fought for North Carolina and we won for North Carolina. And when Republicans retake Congress, we will fight and win for North Carolina once again. One of the first things that we will do with our new Republican majorities is to end every last COVID mandate. They're still around, if you can believe it. They're still around, it's hard to believe. And we will pass a bill making it illegal for any employer to interfere in personal health decisions or to fire employees for not having the vaccine. In addition, a Republican majority must investigate the collusion between Democrat Party politicians and the teachers' unions to keep our children out of school for no scientific reason whatsoever. The irreversible harm that Democrat politicians did to our young people is unforgivable, and American voters will punish them at the ballot box this November. 
Despite all you hearing and seeing of China and Russia and Iran and others, our biggest danger is not from outside coming in. Our biggest single danger is from the sick and radical politicians that are knowingly or unknowingly wanting to destroy our country. Our biggest danger is from within. I believe that. As president, I was proud to sign the world's first ban on critical race theory. The Biden administration rescinded that order, but when we retake Congress, Republicans will ban the critical race theory in our schools, ban it in our military, ban it in every part of federal, state, and local governments, just like I did. It was fully banned before. In addition, a Republican Congress must stand up for parental rights and parental choice. I think that's a good idea. No teacher should ever be allowed to teach far-left gender theories to our children without parental consent. It's truly child abuse, plain and simple. By replacing reading and math with pronouns and gender studies, our government-run education system has forfeited the trust of American parents. And they really, they really, really have. Every mom and dad in America must be given the right to opt out of the indoctrination and send their child to the public, private, charter, or religious school of their choice. Have to do it. Last week, the Biden administration sent Congress a budget crammed with billions and billions of dollars of transgenderism and so-called equity provisions that are nothing more than government-sponsored racism. The Republican Congress will end the woke war on women and children. We will stop illegal government discrimination. We will restore the sacred American principle of equality under the law. And we will, while we're at it, demand justice for the January 6th prisoners and full protection of their civil rights like was received by Antifa and Black Lives Matter, who murdered people throughout our country. And as you probably have heard, one of the first January 6th trials ended in an extortion, and it was a horrible thing what they were doing to people, but there was exoneration because they effectively proved that he got waved into the Capitol by the police. Remember this, Nancy Pelosi was in charge of the Capitol. You know that, right? And the mayor of D.C., they were in charge of all security in the Capitol. Remember also that they were offered, three days before, on January 3rd, 10,000 soldiers or National Guard to protect the Capitol. They turned it down. If they would have accepted that, they're in charge of it, if they, and we offered it. If they would have accepted that, there would have been no January 6th as we know it. And in the quite famous Michigan trial where people were supposedly going to kidnap the very unpopular governor, and it sounded very strange to a lot of people. 
Two were just found not guilty and two others ended in a hung jury. So there's something going on down there. There's something going on. The radical Democrat Party will do anything to stop our movement, no matter how illegal, immoral, or insane. Now in New York State, as an example, the extreme left is continuing the greatest witch hunt. It's the greatest witch hunt of all time. Have you been hearing about this? Failed New York State gubernatorial candidate, Letitia James, who recently ran for governor and had to give up because she had no support. She got almost no poll numbers. Her party said, get the hell out is no longer working as the attorney general. We, she went back into the attorney general's office as a political operative for the Democrat Party, engaged in a political persecution and abusing her powers for her own personal gain. It's prosecutorial misconduct. And it began the second I came down the escalator with our great future first lady. That beautiful escalator in Trump Tower. And it's continued ever since in an attempt to silence a president who is leading in every single poll by a lot. Never before has this happened to another president, and it is truly an absolute violation of civil rights, in my opinion, and your civil rights, too. I've been investigated by the Democrats more than Billy the Kid, Jesse James, and Al Capone combined. And in all cases, I've been innocent. We have a great sheriff right here. Where's the sheriff? Right, stand up, sheriff. We ought to send the sheriff into New York. Clean things up, sheriff. But, you know, there's never been anything like it. It just never stops. A friend of mine, smart guy, very successful guy, a lot of common sense, he said, you know, you've been investigated for years and years, millions and millions of pages of documents. They found nothing. You are the cleanest guy on earth when you think about it. I've got to be the cleanest sheriff. I think I'm the most honest human being, perhaps, that God ever created, perhaps. <laughs> Instead of persecuting Republicans, these rogue Democrat prosecutors should stop the crime and the bloodshed that is raging uncontrollably in Democrat-run cities and states. And New York, Letitia James, New York has uh, got disastrous numbers up a record amount, 50 percent more. Number one, number one for going up. So Letitia James should be focusing on New York, not focusing on, let's get Trump and let's devote all our time. Let's get Trump. We've only been doing this for years, with record murders, surging violence, and drug trafficking at the highest level we've ever had. The witch hunts have to end. The depravity and corruption of our left-wing political establishment cannot be overstated just this week. Special counsel John Durham outlined in court filings the, quote, joint venture or conspiracy by Democrat operatives and officials to perpetrate the Russia hoax. Russia, 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 remember? Whatever happened to that one? And then guys like the watermelon head, Schiff, he goes back. <laughs> and then he goes, Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. That turned out to be another hoax. Remember that? He had a terrible call. I will tell you, you know? 
The president of Ukraine, they asked him about it. They said, the president, he said, the president did nothing wrong. And I knew, he said, he didn't do anything wrong. Wasn't it great that we had the call essentially taped? Wasn't that wonderful? Did they die when they heard we had the call taped? I would have had a problem because these people are horrible liars. Shifty Shift gets up to a microphone. This is a terrible thing for our country. I called to congratulate him on a victory. I never met the gentleman, but you know what? He's standing up tall now, and I liked him then because he had courage, and he said, we did nothing wrong. I think they thought that these people were crazy, actually. On a similar basis, massive conspiracy to hide the truth about Joe and Hunter Biden's corruption is being fully exposed. And with your vote this November, the rig system really can come down to a crashing halt. You got to stop it. They got to stop the political persecutions of this country. We spend so much time now on the environment. You know, the environmental alarmists, everything. The country is going to be gone. We have a guy threatening nuclear weapons every day in Russia, and they're talking about in 300 years, our ocean's going to be one one hundredth of an inch higher. 300 years from now. We have to immediately clean up our factories because we don't have to clean up our air. What they don't say is that Chinese air, the China, China air is so dirty. Russia air is so dirty. India is so dirty. Japan, very dirty. Not a little bit better, very dirty. That air goes up and then it blows into the United States. Okay, what are they going to do about that? But none of this will matter if we don't do one thing, restore integrity to our elections. Have to do it. At the federal, state, and local level, Republicans must act to ensure universal voter ID. You know, it's interesting. In the Democrat convention, they had it in Milwaukee, and I saw people, they're walking in. They had signs like posters on their chest with their picture, all sorts of identification, but they don't want that to vote. The only reason they don't want voter ID is because they're cheaters. They cheat. There's no other reason. It's like a 94% issue, even in the Democrats. The Democrats want voter ID. The only one that doesn't are the Democrat politicians. You see, I happen to think that bad oil and high prices, and if you look at people that are against the Second Amendment, you can't have guns to protect yourself, against God, against so much sanctuary cities they want sanctuary cities they want high taxes they want to they want to double and triple your taxes i happen to think that they don't really have a 50 50 party with the republicans i think they do because they cheat like hell because there's no way you go to texas they're against god against guns and against oil and then i hear oh it's going to be close well actually we won a landslide okay but you know, they say it's going to be close. You know why they said it's going to be close? Because if they can find enough votes, millions of votes, if they can find it, the people won't be so shocked if they can pull it out. Now, I just think that uh, we have to clean it up, and I think Ted Budd is going to do a lot in that regard. I think it's one of his big issues. Because if we don't have clean elections, and if we don't have strong borders, we do not have a country. 
We don't have a country. We also have to look at citizenship confirmation. No more drop boxes, the fake drop boxes. 100% of the votes to Biden and nothing to Trump. Gee, I didn't do too well with that particular box. No private money pouring into local election offices organized by billionaire CEOs. I wonder who we're talking about. And we must ensure that every election can be fully and quickly audited. And you have to look at the movie that's coming out this week, Dinesh D'Souza. Watch it. They have everything on tape. They have a big portion of what went on on tape. There are many different things. They cheated on many different levels and many different ways. But look at this Dinesh D'Souza movie, and they have it on tape, and they have it on ping. They have it all over the place. It's ballot harvesting at a level that nobody ever thought possible. Totally illegal, by the way. And another one, Citizens United, David Bossi, I just saw that one, and that is brutal. In terms of cheating, in terms of people pouring, you know, if you spend more than $5,600 on an election, they put you in jail. They have very strict rules. $5,600. This guy Zuckerberg spent $417 million. And it was corrupt as hell. But you have to see those two movies, and David Bossy did an incredible job, Citizens United, and Dinesh, this Dinesh movie is going to blow your socks off. Now, here's the bad news. The fake news won't even report it. They won't report it. They won't report it. They won't talk about it. That's why they're called the fake news, and that's why they have now a lower approval rating than Congress. Can you believe that? A lower re approval rating than, than they do. Well, these guys, this group of congressmen, they're way up there. They're so, you're so far up. The ultimate goal would be same-day elections using paper ballots with mail-in ballots. Only the military can use mail-in ballots or those who are very sick or ill and who can't vote in person. So if you're very sick, and you can't vote, good. And if you're in the military, you're in a faraway place or port, good. And that's it. And wouldn't it be nice to have same day like we do? We could do that easily. Same day elections. So that you go like we used to have, you know, when elections were much more honest. Instead of sitting around for 48 days, we have boxes stored in that storage room. Oh, really? Who's, store? Who's watching it? Why is it a lock on the door? Why are people moving things in and out? No, we need same day and we need paper ballots. We could have honest elections so easily. When California sends out tens of millions of mail-in ballots, nobody knows where the hell they're going, who's getting them, and how many people here have had friends who received more than one ballot? Yeah. I know so many people. And I know some, my record so far is seven, but I heard it goes higher. Some people received seven, but it goes higher than that, from what I understand. We're just seven months away from the most important midterm victory in American history, and we need a landslide so big that the radical left cannot rig it or steal it.
By the way, I endorsed another person today, Dr. Oz in Pennsylvania. Dr. Oz. Great guy, a good man, he's a good man, Harvard educated, tremendous, tremendous career, and they liked him for a long time. That's like a poll. You know, when you're in television for 18 years, that's like a poll. That means people like you, but he's a, he's a great guy. This is the year we're going to take back the House, we're going to take back the Senate, and we're going to take back America, and in 2024, most importantly, we are going to take back our beautiful, beautiful, beautiful White House. people behind me. I don't know who the hell they are. You know, I always say, those people may have lousy seats and you may have great seats, but they're going to be much more famous than you are tomorrow. They'll be called in. Some of them will be called in because they're so attractive. They'll be called into Hollywood tomorrow. With the Republican Congress, we will fight for more jobs for North Carolina families, fair trade for North Carolina workers, and more North Carolina factories forging more products with stamped. And you know what that beautiful phrase is? Made in the USA. We're using it more and more. We will shut down Joe Biden's border disaster, institute remain in Mexico, reimpose Title 42, strengthen ICE. These are great heroes. And Border Patrol, those are great heroes. They're courageous people. You know, they go into these nests. You know what a nest is? Sheriff, you know what a nest is. They have a nest, and it's MS-13. These are tough people. They like knives because they like cutting people instead of shooting people because it's more painful and it takes longer. Sheriff knows. And it's a horrible thing. And these ICE people, I tell you, I know a couple of people in the front row, you're really tough. You don't want this job. They go into a nest, they run into a nest and they start fighting it out and then they grab them and they throw them, they bring them back to their country. And their countries didn't take them under Obama. And uh, so we were stuck with them and I heard that. My first week, they said, sir, we can't bring them back to Guatemala. We can't bring them back to Honduras. We can't bring them back, sir, to El Salvador. They won't take them. I said, how much money does the United States give them? Sir, we give them $778 million a year. I said, call them and tell them we're not paying them anymore until they take the people back. And then the next day, Sheriff, I got a call from the three presidents separately. Sir, why aren't you paying us the money? Because you won't take them back. But sir, we'd love to take back MS-13. We think they're fine people. <laughs> we would love to take them back, and we had no problem after that, you know? We still haven't paid them, by the way. You know, it's very interesting. And Biden just announced that instead of $778 million, they want to pay $4 billion to these countries, $4 billion. You know who's going to get that? The drug lords, the politicians. A lot of people are going to get that, Sheriff. No good. But uh, we got them all back. We got them thousands. I just want to take a lot of... We got to give them a great hand to ICE, to Border Patrol, and to law enforcement. You know, I, 
I see a person in the audience that I didn't know she was here. She comes from a slightly warmer climate. Carrie Lake, she's going to be the next governor of Arizona. So nice that you're here. I didn't know you were here, Carrie. Wow, they all love Carrie. Everyone knows. Carrie's got a massive lead in Arizona. She was their anchor for 22 years in Arizona, and she saw the way things were running, and she wasn't happy. They have a lousy governor in Arizona, really lousy. Happens to be Republican, he's still lousy. They wanted him to run for the Senate. I said, well, I'll never endorse him, I can tell you, so he took a pass. But uh, Carrie Lake is fantastic, and I heard your poll numbers are through the roof. I think they're kind of, it's kind of like Ted Budd's poll numbers. They're quite up there, right? So let's have a contest. Who does better, you or Ted Budd? But Carrie Lake has done fantastically. She's going to be a great governor. We will again end catch and release. We will end chain migration. We will end the visa lottery, and we will in a few weeks, finish the wall. It takes three weeks to finish it. We will stop the Biden crime wave in Democrat-run cities. We will give our police, we love our police, their power back. And let them do what they do better than anybody else. And we're going to give them also something else. We're going to give the police their respect back. And we will restore law and order again in America. We will hold China accountable for unleashing the virus upon the world. We will create a military so powerful, I've sort of already done this, that no one, don't forget, two and a half trillion. And you know, we have a nuclear force that I rebuilt along with the military. And I hate even talking about it, but we have the most powerful nuclear force. We had weapons that were 48 years old. Nobody even knew if they work. We've refurbished and rebuilt and brand new in many cases our nuclear capability. So we don't like talking about it. And honestly, Putin shouldn't be talking about it, shouldn't be talking about it. And if they do talk about it, we have to have somebody that knows how to talk back, not to say, oh, they're our nuclear force. We will lead humanity back to the moon. And the United States will be the first nation to land an astronaut on Mars. That's happening very quickly. We will protect innocent life. We will defend our Constitution. We will defend the Second Amendment. And we will proudly uphold the Judeo-Christian values and principles of our nation's founding. We will restore patriotic education to our schools, and we will teach our children to love their country, honor our history, and to always respect our great American flag. We love our great American flag. We love that flag. And we will not, by the way, have men participating in women's sports, if that's okay. Did you see the swimming record? It was up for 11 years, and a great young woman. No, no, there's a great young woman. 
She's been working so hard, and she thought she could beat it by one-eighth of one second. And then this guy comes along and beats it by 38 seconds. But the best is the weightlifting, right? It stood for 18 years, a record. And you know, they put like a quarter of an ounce on each side, and this woman got up! Oh! And then this guy comes along. Ding, ding, ding. And he never lifted weights before, right? No, we, that's so good. That's so ridiculous. I mean, and you know, people are afraid to talk. I'm talking about it because I talk about it. I talk common sense. People, you have to talk about it. You know, even the teammates, they don't want to do it. They think it's politically incorrect to talk about it. There's nothing politically incorrect about it. It's going to destroy women's sports. I mean, if I'm a basketball coach, I guarantee I'm going to have a great team. But you know why? Because I'm not going to say it, because that would be politically incorrect. I'd say, isn't that terrible? You can't let this happen. You can't let it happen to women's sports. It's very unfair to women. Don't let it happen. In conclusion, our MAGA movement is by far the greatest political movement in the history of our country. And nobody can say otherwise. Even the fake news can't say anything differently. Together, we are standing up against some of the most sinister forces, entrenched interests, and vicious opponents our people have ever witnessed or seen. But no matter how big or powerful these corrupt radicals may be, you must never forget this nation does not belong to them. This nation belongs to you. This is your home. This is your heritage. And our American liberty is your God-given right. This state, this is a great state, was forged by some of the toughest men and some of the strongest women ever to walk the face of the earth. Our American ancestors were backcountry farmers, woodsmen, and craftsmen who poured their love into this land with their families, and all of their friends, incredible what they've done. And they were bold pioneers and frontier settlers who climbed the mountains, tamed the wilderness, and kept on pushing west, west, west. And above all, they were proud citizens, fiercely independent North Carolina men and women who blazed their own trail and took orders from nobody. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. We're not going to let our country be destroyed by lunatics. We are going to fight for America like no one has ever fought before. We will not let radical left people that don't love our country, or rhinos. We have bad rhinos, too. We have some sick, sick, stupid, weak people take away from us what has been so brilliantly forged over nearly 250 years. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot meet. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. 
We will not yield. We will never give in. We will never give up. We will never, ever, ever, ever back down, North Carolina. As long as we are confident and united, the tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. My fellow citizens, this incredible journey we are on together has only just begun, and it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. Greatness. We don't talk about greatness anymore. You never hear the word greatness. We talk about the environment, and we all want a clean environment. We talk about race, and we want great race relations. We talk about many other things, but we never talk about greatness for our country. We want to make our country great again. Right now, our country's a laughing stock all over the world. They don't even return the phone calls of our president. We've never been in a position like this. Our country has never been scorned the way it is or disrespected. We're going to change it because we are one movement, one people, one family, and one glorious American nation. And so with the help of everyone here today and citizens all across our land, we will make America powerful again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And we will make America great again. Thank you, North Carolina. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you.
wasn't the YMCA, but it'll do. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. There we go. That's what I like to hear. Too bad he's not dancing to it on stage. I want to remind you guys that you can use promo code RSVN at MyPillow.com. That code will save you up to 66% off your entire order, not just one item. Go show your love to Mike Lindell. President Trump gave him a shout-out. He is truly a patriot, so go show your, show your love. That's MyPillow.com, promo code RSVN. If you want to save a lot of money, it is the best, the greatest promo code out there. Brian, what do you think of tonight's speech by Donald J. Trump? Well, it, it started on time, which is nice. Well, only five minutes late, but that's on time. And I think he talked about everything that we've been discussing tonight. Border security, cost of living, inflation, CRT in schools, women in sports. And you know what? He may have to do it again. And that's some of the greatest news I think we've always heard. But yeah, just another classic President Trump's speech. Absolutely. He also nailed it with the fact he said if he was still in office, Putin would never be trying to invade Ukraine right now. So he literally, I mean, yeah. he was very efficient in tonight's speech. I don't know if he has plans later, but he was really nailed it straight to the point. And he gave a huge welcome to the one and only Carrie Lake of Arizona. That was amazing. I mean, I, I enjoy coming to the Trump rallies. They just get you all ready and excited. And we love this country. But to get a shout out, I was not expecting that. Um, it felt great. And, you know, they care deeply about what's happening in Arizona on our border. They care about that here in North Carolina. Whatever state you're in, it is an issue. And they care deeply about voter integrity, or I should say election integrity. And that is a big issue we're covering in Arizona. Yeah. Well, we're so glad that you had the opportunity. We had the opportunity to have you join us for this rally. That was, I hope that you enjoyed it as much as we did. I, I did. You know, I, I spent 27 years covering Arizona as a journalist. So it's always fun to kind of come back yeah. and use those skills and use them with a great network that loves America. So thank you for the opportunity. It was fun. And if you want to support Carrie Lake and get more information about her platform, how would they do that? You can go to my webpage, carrylake.com. That's K-A-R-I-L-A-K-E.com. Or go find my app. It's a free app on the Apple Store and the Google Play Store. And that's under Carrie Lake. And don't forget to also follow you on, on all your social media. Same name, Carrie Lake. We are being funded by the people of Arizona and the great people of this country, not the swamp. Consider making a donation when you go there. Uh, keep us in your prayers and make sure you get out and vote for your primary. Ours is August 2nd, and make sure you vote in November. And if you want to follow all of us on social media, you can follow Liz. Let's give out your handles real quick. Follow me on Getter at Liz Willis, on Twitter at Liz Willis underscore, and on Truth at Liz. I'm sorry, I keep it confusing. There you go, and you can follow me at Brian Glenn TV. And remember, you know, we are partially viewer funded, so your donations over at our website, rsbnetwork.com slash donate, go a long way to enable us to do what we're doing now. So thanks for your donations and your support to MyPillow. We can continue to do this. Now, there's not a rally next week, but rumor has it, after that, we could have another President Trump rally. So that means you get a week off, Brian? We have one week off. Well, so that's it. I, I know that you're going to be doing another interview with President Trump because when you saw him at Mar-a-Lago, he said, let's do another interview. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I think so. And, uh, and of course, we appreciate all the time we get with the president. So we love you as well. And you know what? From a beautiful crowd here on a beautiful night here in North Carolina, reporting live from Selma, North Carolina, Kerry Lake, Brian Glenn, Liz Willis, say so long, everybody. We'll see you next time.